Welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. Uh, thanks for joining and welcome back to From the Outside Looking In, the show about competitive breakdancing for competitive breakdancers by competitive breakdancers. We're here to pop. We're here to lock. We're here to rock it till you don't stop. I'm just fucking with you. Welcome to From the Outside Looking In, the show about everything, the show about nothing. If this is the first time you're here again... Or if you were here at the last episode and you're like, these guys are talking about the Middle East, now they're talking about breakdancing, that's really fucking random, and that's what we do. Welcome to From the Outside Looking In, a show where we take a look at geek culture from a non-geek perspective, or a look at non-geek culture from a geeky perspective, whatever. We like comic books, we, we, we like movies, we like sports, we like all sorts of shit. I am Andy Liaskos, with me as always... The Wayne Gretzky to my Mick Sorley, Mr. Patrick Banis, B-Boy Extraordinaire. That's right, B-Boy, B-Boy, B-Girls. I don't Breaking know what two. I want. Yeah, that was, I think I may have done a little bit of Beastie Boys there. You know, B-Boys, B-Boys. I'm, I'm down. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm always down. But uh, we're not popping and locking right now we're uh we're just hanging oh, out man. and talking yeah yeah well you know all disputes cannot be settled by dance people that is uh that is a an unfortunate lesson that i've learned through the years uh despite what movies and tv shows have taught me all disputes cannot be settled by dance yeah interpretive or otherwise yeah no for sure it's a it's a sad sad state of affairs my friend pat how the hell you doing man uh, I'm good. I noticed that we uh, uh, both have a very uh, shorn uh, beard in 2021. Really? Yes. Yep. Trimming down really on trimmed the beard. Trimmed it down. And I, uh, I, I have shorn my head as well. I, I, I don't want anyone to talk about that, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm over haircuts for right now because I can't go to the fucking barber. So what uh, am I gonna do? I just fucking, it's, it's, it's done. It's over. No more hair for me yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, I was. I figured it was time to trim the beard back. It's like instead of having the playoff beard, I like went backwards. Like I went like right. the playoff clean, sh- you know, not clean shaven, but you know, tight, tight beard. I feel like if uh, if if twenty twenty was the playoffs, I lost. Um, you know what I mean? But right. hey, I'm here to start a new season. And and talking about hockey and seasons and things like that. Uh, to start the show on a high note, just a big uh, shout out and congrats. Uh, we were going to record this episode two days ago, uh, and uh, I had completely forgotten that it was the championship game of the world's junior uh, hockey championship, the IHF, uh, which is uh, probably my favorite international sports tournament. I love the juniors; it's fucking fantastic. Uh, it's you know, it's watching the future of the sport. It's great. I'd forgotten that the gold medal match was on uh, U.S. versus Canada. Uh, Canada really hot this year, right? Beat Germany sixteen to two. Wow. Canada, 
Canada had more goals than Germany had shots in that game. Um, the U.S. coming off a, a 4-3 skin-of-the-teeth win over Finland, the eventual bronze medal winner, Finland. Um, so, you know, I wasn't feeling that great about the U.S. Uh, plus, Canada's captain, Kirby Doc, Blackhawk, awesome, stud, kid is sick, uh, but injured, so wasn't there. And uh, hot night for night. 2-0 shutout. Let's go USA. So big win for the USA. US. USA. USA. I don't, know if, I don't know if today's the day for that chant, but in generally, as far as hockey, USA. Right? Like, that was great. And then we were going to record last night. Uh, but some yeah. shit happened last night, and we were not in good moods. <laughs> shit got crazy. It got crazy around here. It did. There was sedition and treason and fucking attempted coups Insurrection and shit. and yeah, it was flag so weird. waving and I had people, petty thievery. I, yes, <laughs> petty thievery and sometimes like grand scale theft, right? Like, I mean, that's government property, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I it's fucking weird. And I like, I, dude had I, a podium. Rel- that dude, dude yeah. had a podium, dude had a podium for real dude stole a podium uh, who thought he was gonna get that through the front door oh jesus christ i saw this one video uh this girl was crying her eyes out because she got fucking maced hard right oh and yeah insurrection karen yeah insurrection karen she was fucking like i didn't know we were we they're like what are you doing are you storming the capitol building it's a revolution like well no, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a resolu- revolution, right? I had my fucking relatives in Greece being like, what the fuck is going on over there? And I'm <laughs> right. like, oh, dude, don't even ask. Fucking shouts to to my cousin's fiance, Adonis. Sorry, bud. I feel like we let a lot of people down <laughs> yesterday. Wow. I, I mean, it was rough. Not our. We didn't cover ourselves in glory in that one. Dude, you, you want to know a funny story? I I, I wasn't watching the news uh, yesterday afternoon because, you know, I, I was actually pretty busy at work. And somebody right. hit me up on on Slack. One of my friends hit me up on Slack, and she's like, yo, the U.S. is on fire right now. And she's also a hockey fan, right, and on the on the company hockey team with me. So I thought that's what she was talking about. I thought yeah. she was talking about the World Juniors, the game right? was last night. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, "Whoa, the U.S. is on fire right now," and I'm like, "Hell yeah, USA, USA!" And then she's like, uh, <laughs> "I had no idea, right?" I was like, "She's like, maybe you should turn on CNN real quick." And I, I was like, "Okay, listen, if there's an actual fire, I, I did not know. I thought you were talking about hockey, and I was pumped too. Um, but yeah, then I turned on CNN, and I was like, "Holy yeah. fuck!" Anyway, so, but well, uh, like- other than. Yeah, other than uh, maybe uh, for, I don't know, like the first time in history seeing the 25th Amendment put in uh, use, Pat. What's going on in the world today, bud? Since since this is a very Mando-centric episode. It and is. And because, because we have the reach that only a uh, podcast that has like 11 listeners has. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. Like, we got to go out and cancel these people, right? Like, when is it? When Let's, do we have to completely? When do we completely ignore, like, YouTube reviewers 
on the whole? Like, when do we uh, do that? When, do we do that now? We do that now. We do that now okay. for sure. Yes. So, 2021 is that year. <laughs> it's the year. So uh, there, there's a there's a, a, a movie trailer reviewer. She started out by reviewing movie trailers. Uh, and then she got into actually reviewing movies. This 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 reviewer named Grace Randolph. She actually has done things like she's written like comics for Marvel and she's been involved in some podcasts and stuff for Marvel. And, you know, nothing real major, like maybe an issue here or there. Um, but she's actually done a few things and, you know, good on her for that. Yeah, right. For sure. So, more than me, more than you. Right. Yeah. So Exactly. Exactly. So she's got some cred. And, but she decided she was going to like review movies and before season two dropped, she just went off the deep end about um, like this, you know, imagined behind the scenes friction related to pa Pedro Pascal. And she like was claiming that the whole second season would be like totally different that they were going to like, you know, made it sound like they were going to kind of back him out of, of like the season and center a lot of the season on other people and not him. And, um, you know, like he didn't want to wear the helmet and, um, you know, he was, you know, so then they had like beef and then they were, they were going to like completely change how the season was going to go. And, you know, she claimed to have sources that were just, you know, basically like a bag of shit on fire on your porch. And so a lot of people were calling her out about it and she kept doubling down hard on it. Like, yo, this is a real thing. And, and I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not wrong here, but she's wrong. And yeah. so yeah. like all this stuff she said about like the second season being like, you know, very centered around other people and would have a lot less Pedro Pascal um, because of like the helmet and stuff. Totally wrong. Totally not even right. Nope, not even close um, to right. Even though he he did you know, take the helmet off, you know what I mean, for several reasons, but there was a motivation behind that, you know what I mean? Right. So they wrote so so it's possible that he wanted to have the helmet off because it's probably a pain in the ass to have it on all the time and they probably sure. wrote it in in spots where, you know, it might not have been in the past. Um but like this this thing about friction and all this stuff is just nobody believe nobody believes this is a real thing. So, you know, after she'd been called out on this and she just won't like she just won't own up to her, you know, being wrong. She like is like doubling down. And now she's saying like the Book of Boba, which we've talked about, uh, the Book of Boba Fett. She's saying yep. that that is actually going to be the third season of The Mandalorian, um, which, of course, is, you know, not accurate at all. Um, right, right. But she's just she just won't let this go. And, and she's been called out in the past, by, you know, on Twitter by like major movie directors like James Gunn from like Guardians of the Galaxy, like had to like correct her on Twitter for like being wrong about stuff. And she stuck her nose into something that had uh, that had to do with Kathy Yan, who uh, was the director of Birds of Prey. And the Emancipation Proclamation of Harley Quinn, whatever. And she was talking shit there, too. And 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 Kathy Yan had to jump in and be like, yo, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, you need to stay out of this. So she's like, she comes off as well attention, but she ends up just talking a lot of shit. And it's just like, you don't do that. Just don't. Yeah, like, uh, it, it's so annoying. Like, uh, yeah, 
season three of The Mandalorian could still be the book of Boba Fett. We don't know 100%, right? Like Disney hasn't come out and, and said it, right? But Disney and ILM employees have said there are two different shooting schedules for Boba Fett and The Mandalorian right. season three. Pedro Pascal has signed on for season three of The Mandalorian. These are all facts. Yeah, I mean, like Pedro Pascal said he will be in season three of The Mandalorian, right? Like and and we've already talked that. about We've already talked about how um, post Disney investor call that there was going to be like crossover between Mandalorian and Ahsoka and other shows, maybe Rangers of the New uh, Republic or possibly Book of Boba. Well, you don't do that if you don't have a Mandalorian. Like there's no crossover event if there's no Mandalorian. So, yeah, it's just it's just wrong. Everything within that timeline. And and we'll talk about this in a little bit because, again, we're very Mando centric episode today right uh but a- a- everything coming up in the you know i i don't know SWEU, whatever you want to call it right or the swcu i guess right right, right. uh it, it is is gearing towards a major event right like that's what disney has stated and there is you know basically in star wars right uh, there there are two factions it's weird right like it's weird that there's two factions of star wars now um one he- headed by kathleen kennedy uh who is the exec uh, uh president or ceo of lucasfilm right so when when uh, disney bought lucasfilms she took over as lucasfilms and she is the driving force behind the sequel trilogy the force awakens last jedi and uh Rise of Skywalker. John Farro and Dave Filoni do not report to Kathleen Kennedy. They report directly to Disney executives, right? And it's 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 two separate divisions of the Star Wars universe now. One Kathleen Kennedy and and John Farro and Dave Filoni. And all this stuff that was released is all almost exclusively to John Farva. Like, I was kind of disappointed to find out that Kathleen Kennedy had the Acolyte because I was pretty interested in that, and I'm still very interested in it, but that's one of the few projects that's on Kathleen Kennedy's plate is the Acolyte. Right. So it's, yeah, I, I don't understand all this, you know, whatever. Like, it, it's like this YouTuber is wanting Mando to fail because it's been successful in the face of the sequel trilogy. I think that people just want to be like, I think that people, especially who have a little bit of fame, right? They want to claim sources and they want to, they want to think that, you know, everybody wants to have a source, right? We don't have any sources because we're, you know, we're just a couple of random guys, you know, that's just how. Yeah, we're ran- randos. Yeah, for sure. We're randos. Randos like Mando. <laughs> Ran- and R- Randos so, on Mando. <laughs> so we don't, <laughs> that's our new show. Randos on Mando. Every yeah. episode. Yes. Um, but. Like people, I think people want to. People want to a. They want to drive traffic to their to their video or their page or whatever. And people want to think they're more important than they really are. Like you're on, you're like on YouTube, and you've been on a bunch of podcasts that have just, you know, over time randomly just stopped because they just they just stopped. They, you know what I mean. Like so, it's like you've done, you've been given some things, and you've been, you know okay with them but not super successful and so here you are just doing your own little thing and and you're trying to drive traffic to your page and um 
you know, it's like it's like classic clickbait almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, but you know, and maybe she does know somebody. I mean, it, it's possible, right? But I mean, it, it it's we are, and and maybe it's a little different from for her because she does, you know has done comic books and stuff for Marvel, but like we're appreciators of this art form. Our opinions are not right. Like whatever, whether they're positive or whether they're negative, right. We're, we're appreciating that. Like that's what a review or uh, a commentary is, right. It's not really like trying to sway or, or use your clout to make things uh, more believable or, or draw people. You know what I mean? Like we don't do right. that as as no. successful podcasters. I don't go around talking about how you know after each episode, Sweet Lou texts me. You know what I mean? Like I don't. You know what I mean? Like I'll hear from Lucifer. He'll you know he'll send me a little message like that movie sucked, and I'll be like, hell yeah, bro. I don't bring that up. I don't go and say look at our masses that support us. There's Lou. Then there's probably other people, but you know, I mean, we got yeah, Lou in our corner. <laughs> I fucking love that guy so much. I do, but yeah, that's. I don't sucks, tell. Right? The, like, I don't tell the lady at the grocery store about how many listeners we have for our podcast. I, no, you know. trying to get that discount. You know, what I mean, like I don't do yeah. that. Yeah, I, I didn't bring my card with price. me. I'm sorry. I need the discount. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to use my influence as a social social media influencer like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Exactly. But it's, you know, like I've seen, and I've seen a lot of that. And then, and, you know, we'll get into this in future episodes with like, um, you know, once we talk about Wonder Woman and things like that. And, you know, there's a lot of people that everybody's got a spicy take. You know what I mean? Everybody's got something spicy. And, but it's like, you know, if you're wrong, you need to just admit that you're wrong and just move on. Like, right. don't, don't snowball, you know, like you end up in a shit, a shit snowball where you just keep talking shit and it just keeps snowballing on you because you, you refuse to back down, but you're still wrong. Um, right. So anyways, like, you know, uh, don't watch your that's reviews. On, just don't. Yeah, yeah. Just don't watch it. Don't watch it. Yeah. That's on me. That's on me for like wanting to like, you know, do my research on on stuff and, you know, get a feel for, you know, put my thumb on the pulse of, you know, the rest of the world and what they think about this stuff. But you know what? Those people don't know anything. For, eh, fuck no. those people. Come, forget yeah, fuck forget those people. Forget, forget it. it. Like what Our you like. matter. Yes. No opinions matter. I don't know. One of the two. Whatever. But you want to talk about opinions? You want to talk about things that we like to share? Maybe something I think you got to try? You got to try this. You got to try this. That's right. Um, so as a lot of people know, Pat and I are both big music fans. We listen to everything. And uh, so I got to you got to try this. Um uh, I, Pat, I don't. I, I know I sent you a link. I don't know if you got a chance to try it yet, but uh, I, I think if you haven't, you should. Everybody else should. Um, I do love hip hop music. I know I mostly talk about rock and shoegazing and stuff like that, but I also love hip hop. Um, I want to talk about the the fresh, young faces of London's <laughs> grime scene, right? Uh, so the, I don't know if everybody's familiar not only with hip hop but with UK hip hop, right? Uh, the the darlings of the UK hip hop, uh, Pete and Boz, uh, uh, sixty nine year old Pete and seventy year old Boz, are literally the hardest fucking things in hip hop right now. Hardest hitting. 
holy shit. I fuck, I turned, uh, speaking of friends of the show and hip hop, I turned our buddy uh, Vaz uh, onto it. Uh, obviously, he loves it not only because, you know, there's a Boz in there or a Baz, right? Like, you know, uh, Basil, right? Uh, which is Vaz's name, all right? We Greeks. Old school Greeks like to call people named Vasilios Billy for some reason, but it's really ba- it's Basil. Um, so shouts shouts to our man Basil, dude. Fucking fire, legit fire. I I I went into it like, what the fuck is this? The world's old, oldest rappers, right? And it was hilarious. And the first so- song I saw was a, a single that came out late in 2019, I think, called uh, "Window Frame Cipher," and it was it was them and a bunch of other old head dudes. One guy named PKJ, who's the funniest fucking dude, has like ninja stars and talking about, oh my God, the lyrics, just this auto-tuned voice, right? And the fucking, nice. it's it's so fucking amazing, right? But Pete and Boz, then I went deeper in on them. They have their latest track. They, they're, they're mostly like singles, right? They don't do albums and shit like that, right? right? Their latest track is with another uh, UK rapper, M24. Um, who's, you know, like a, a young, you know, they're, they're all of them from the South of London, right? Some of it, you know, very Brixton, like, you know what I mean? And, um, and this young cat M24 is on their latest track. He's fire. Uh, but man, they both fucking, they crushed him on this track. Like it is legit <laughs> fucking unbelievable. And then like, you look into it more like Pete, ran with some like fucking hardcore South London gang in the sixties and shit. Ooh, wow. Yeah. And then like Boz, who's a secondary school teacher is like his best friend growing up. So like they're fucking like the shit it is. It's fucking brick top and dug the head from snatch. Right. Like that, <laughs> yes. the, if they fuck if they had, dude, there's a fucking line in the song where fucking Pete's like, I keep a pig farm out West. Yeah, I mean, like literally, like I keep a fucking pig farm out west. Come down the M twenty five if you want to find out. Yeah, it's like, it's the fucking. I can't dodge bullets. I wear a Kevlar vest. These are my fucking <laughs> man. My fucking seventy year old dudes are fucking hitting these lyrics hard and real. Like you believe it. It's fucking. It's it's the best shit ever. It's. I, I shared it with a couple of my, my friends, uh, you know, like like Vaz, like Garen, like all these dudes um, that, you know, we talk about hip hop and enjoy hip hop and stuff. And they're like, this is the fucking most unbelievable. But Vaz went real deep in on it like I did. It's fucking great. Uh, fucking sweet loot. Hide your grandmas. Unbelievable. Oh, fucking hide your grandmas for sure. For sure. Dude, Vaz is like, I got a mate. He knows karate. He's got a mate who's in the army, we came here to tear down the party. I'm like, fucking a <laughs> It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I used to have dents in a Peugeot. Now I got chains on my chest. Cold. One of each finger. This is what 2021 needs, 70-year-old hip-hoppers, 70-year-old rappers. And harder with fucking better flow than a lot of younger dudes out there. Like, for real. Like, fucking, like, I couldn't believe it. It was unbelievable. So if you like music, and you're going to, you know, especially with Windowpane Cypher, like, fucking PKJ. I mean, the dude is fucking skinny British. 
you know, old as shit, white hair. You know what I mean? He's got two ninja stars in his hand, and he's rapping and he, with the ninja st- Oh, God, it's so fucking good. It's so funny. Fucking, yeah. Get on that. Love it. L- Love today. it. Today. Yeah, like, get on that today. I'll admit that I have not, uh, I have not partook uh, in the Pete and Boz, but I will, uh, you know, shortly. But um, I haven't had a chance to get into it, but um, it looks pretty hilarious. Oh, my God, dude. I fucking, I don't know if I, I well, I can't play anything on my phone because I have my headphones hooked up. Right. right. So now, yeah, I mean, and, I, and my computer is recording everything, so we're fucked. But, yo. <laughs> yo. Pete and Boz, I'm not joking. It's it's your fucking new it's your new shit. You're gonna you're gonna like it or you're gonna hate we it. Gotta, but <laughs> I mean, we gotta overlay I, we gotta overlay this segment with like some of their rhymes. Just sprinkle it on. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like fucking dude, I just I I can't like fucking Pete was like fucking just. Been in this game since me hairline thinning. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Fucking, fucking chef's kiss, dude. Yikes. And like Vaz, who's not, Vaz, who's not a grime or a drill guy, right? Like, you know, that's sort of like the UK version of trap. It's hard. It's fucking, it's, it's good. They go hard, man. I've been meaning to figure out what grime and trap were because I don't know. What do I know? Honestly, it's like 32, 30 second notes on a hi-hat is basically what it, that trill, that 30 second note is kind of what right. sets trap off to me, right? Um, where everything else is kind of on just a straight eight. There's the 30-second note trill on the hi-hat or on the snare or something, but that always comes into play with trap and grime and drill and stuff like that. Got it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know you know, where it comes with all that trap, but I always hear like 30-second notes in there, and I'm like, that's cool. I like that. That'll work. So you got to try this, people. Check it out. Check it, check it out. <coughs> check, 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 check it out. And as usual, you can solve disputes with dance to that if you needed to yeah i mean i guess gonna, I, I, I i don't know how you would dance to that but and i'll throw out a disclaimer you know for for i would say a good 92 percent of our audience is in the united states right um yeah disclaimer this is heavy south london accents right like not cockney but oh yeah brixton type accent right and ready. A, a, sh- a shit ton of slang that we're not, you know what I mean? Like when somebody goes ching ching and they're talking and they're, you know, they're talking about stabbing somebody. That's like British slang. Right. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I keep uh, did bro. not know that. Yes. Yeah. Right. No, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm on, un- I was un- unaware and now I'm terrified. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, London's probably a lot harder than most people imagine, right? Yeah, I mean, they, we 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 think the Queen and fucking tea and biscuits, but there's other sides to London for sure. If you haven't seen, you know, Lock, Stock, and two any Guy Ritchie film, just go watch a Guy Ritchie film. You'll get caught up in no time. And I've been to London. Yes, you have, haven't you? I've been to London. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't even know. It's hard. They go hard in London, bro. South London. I love it. I love it. Yeah. 
They fucking keep pig farm out west. Let's get to uh, let's get into the real meat and potatoes of this. Yes, our erotic fan fiction randos on Mando. Yeah, randos on Mando. Let's. Uh... <laughs> It's the, it's the uh, new hotness for 2021. It, it is fucking movies, books, and TV shows, and randos on mandos. Yeah, Here you go. And randos on mando. Yeah. Oh, man. Gold, one on each finger. I love it. Yeah, let's Holy fucking geez. go. Season two of The Mandalorian. I told you to watch that shit. Like, I, I, I've been, like I said, I, I watched it every Friday. I then binge watched the season again as soon as it was done with uh, the girls. Uh, we banged that out in a couple of days. You also binge watched the shit out of that in a matter of days. A day, uh, a day, a day. You binge you, and because it's that fucking good. Yeah, I binge watch it like it was my day job, but I only worked there for one day. A hundred percent, and it, it was easy because. In my opinion, besides the second episode, which wasn't my favorite episode by any means, but even then, not that horrible, kind of a throwaway episode, still some cool shit going on there, right? You know what I mean? That was the worst episode out of the season, and it wasn't that bad. Every other episode was fucking legit fire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just they just, they just, just said, all right, well, you know, the first season was good. We're going to crank it up like, you know, three notches. And just really go above and beyond, like way above and beyond, way above and beyond. So we had the first episode and I was like, wow, holy fuck. Right. Then we had the second episode and I was like, ah, space spiders, you know, whatever. And then they were going to man, you know, Mon Calamari. Right. That episode turned out to be really, really good. Right. But I was like, I was, you know, I was talking to the guys that I watched the episodes with on Friday mornings, right? Like when they would come out, I was like, you know what this episode's going to be. It's going to be Space Pep Boys. It's going to be about Mando getting his, his fucking <laughs> shit. It's Space Pep Boys. We know the deal here, right? There's going to be two or three fucking filler episodes. Space Pep Boys is coming up. We just had Space Exterminators, and now we got Space Pep Boys. And that episode was fucking fire, right? <laughs> like they, they brought Bo-Katan in on that episode. Bo-Katan fucking awesome uh they went into more about the mandalorian and why we have these sort of different sets of the mandalorian we have the mando who doesn't take his helmet off who doesn't uh who who says that is the way of the mandalorian right to not remove right. the helmet but we have mandalorians throughout canon including bo-katan who have taken their helmets off who normally take their helmets off and then we go to find out that he's part of a religious zealot group called children of the watch and i'm hoping season three expands on that because in the flashback where we see Mando saved by Mandalorians, when we see a young Mando saved by Mandalorians, they have the three marks on their blue armor, which signifies they're members of Death Watch, which Bo-Katan was also a member of in, in, in uh, pre-Vizsla. Um, and so, like, we know that Death Watch took their helmets off because we saw them in the Clone Wars, right? And that that's the, that's the people that would have saved Mando because that was definitely during the Clone Wars, right? So at some point he had to break off from some segment of Death Watch, had to break off to become the children of the watch or something. But whatever, there's cool fucking lore and backstory there, right? Like that's 
fucking dope. So episode three, not a throwaway episode. Episode four, they go back to fucking uh, you know the fuck. Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the planet right now, but the volcano planet, like where Mando is from, right? And uh, you know they take Grogu, right? Well, Baby Yoda. Uh, they take him basically to this class while they they're gonna fix his ship, and Mando's gonna help fucking. Uh, Cara Dune and Carl Weathers go do shit, right? And uh, I'm like, okay, well, here it is, boys. Fucking space school. That's the point that we are. We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. We knew we were going to get another fucking throwaway episode, right? So we didn't get space pet boys. We got space exterminators. We didn't get space pet boys. So here comes space school. Wrong. Episode fucking fire. Fire, fire, fire. We fucking, they raid a fucking old Imperial base that they think's empty, but it's not empty, right? Uh, Grogu, or Baby Yoda, we don't know his name yet. Uh, Baby Yoda steals some blue macaroons. That's hilarious, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, I, I mean, I could go on, like I could go on like this. I can coo over every fucking episode. I really could. Because the next episode, we get introduced to... Uh, um, Live action Ahsoka played by Rosario Dawson. And oh my God, did she yeah. fucking crush it? Oh. Yeah, got a little Star Wars chubber going on for that. Oh my God, was she so was good. so good. Yeah, she was so good. You know, people were bitching because uh, uh, of the, the, the head prosthetic. Yeah, that's so weird that everybody thought it would be like a different size or whatever. Like, you know what? You've got it. You, that's, that's too much. Yeah, it's like, like fucking you just, get over Can't we just have nice things? <laughs> Like, why can't, can't we, we have, just nice, have things? nice things? Yeah. Yes. Okay. In in Rebels, it is much larger. It's also animated, right? And if she's doing all these fucking cool ass flips and shit like that, it's hard to wear that fucking head prosthetic. You know what I mean? Right. So I can't believe that that was something that people bitched about. But that episode was amazing. Uh, we get to find out who she's hunting, right? Right. And it's fucking Grand Admiral Thrawn. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Man, I want to. And then we also we also get a little bit it. more. Uh, we also get a little bit more like Mando lore with the yes. uh, with the spear. Um, mm -hmm. You know that um, pure Beskar spear. Yep. Who uh, Morgan Elsbeth, who was running this 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 city, had. Um, so you know, even though the deal was, you know. He would get Mando would get the spear if he would kill Ahsoka, but that was never going to happen. Right. Um, but he got it anyway because you know Ahsoka, you know, uh, you know Ahsoka came across it after you know killing Elspeth and then said, you know, this belongs with your people, and you know he didn't want to take it because you know there's honor amongst you know bounty hunters. So. Yes. I, and that was cool. And we got to see the strength of pure Beskar, right? Because if you remember, Mando's suit is not like diluted Beskar, which a lot of the Mandalorians wear, right? He's wearing pure Beskar, right? And it stands up to Ahsoka's lightsabers. He's lightsabers, able to block, yeah. Yes, he's able to block the lightsaber with his armor, right? Which normally would a lightsaber would just fucking go straight through. Which, again, yeah. pretty fucking cool, right? Right. And that so I I mean fucking uh so so we learned that um baby Yoda's name is Grogu in that episode, right? And we learned that he uh and so if you think about it, Grogu becomes a very very interesting character. Baby Yoda has always been hilarious at this point, but 
but Grogu started training at the Jedi Temple during the Clone Wars. So it means he's had masters like Obi-Wan, like Yoda. Yoda for like sure, because Yoda. Yoda trained younglings, right? And mm -hmm. Grogu is Yoda's species. So 100%, right? And he would have also known Anakin Skywalker. And I would love to know um, how Grogu survived the Purge. And like, right. yeah, you know I mean, and because he sure. would have been at the temple when Anakin was there uh, with, with the 501st. That's there's so much good shit coming with that. You know what I mean? If, and, if, if it if it's coming, mm -hmm. if it's coming, I mean, he's, you know, we'll see. Can't say you yes. can't say you might not even see Grogu in season three. You will. You will. I, of course you will. Yeah, for sure. You got to see him a little bit. Right. Uh, but like knowing a little bit more of his backstory, or even if you see him in the Ahsoka show, or if there's more tie in there, right? Because, you know, Ahsoka right. says there's not many Jedi around. And I think, you know, every episode is great, right? In the next episode, they go to like have Grogu reach out through the Force. And what we really see, even though it was hinted at before, uh, we get to see the return of Boba Fett. Uh, yeah. In that episode, uh, that episode directed by fucking Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez, yeah, holy shit, yeah, dude. yeah. That episode again, fucking fire! Like every time you're watching an episode, you're like, "How does this show get better? You know, how yeah. where do you go? Right? Like where do you go?" And each time I'm like, "Fuck, there's not going to be a fucking space pet boys episode. There's not. They're not going. <laughs> they're not going to go to the space farm. They're not going to go space fishing. None of this is happening, right? Like, right. like holy shit, everything's just fire, 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 right? And, and it's oh all like God. side quests. It's all side quests. Like we had this conversation before. Where it was like, ah, some of the episodes are throwaways. It's like, no, they're all side quests, dude. Every side quest yeah. is a totally worthy side quest, and every side quest introduces us to someone or something that we want to see, like. Regardless, like we want to see it, right? Yeah. Like I, and I want to see Bo-Katan. I want to see Ahsoka. I want to see Boba Fett. So it's like boom, boom, boom. I get all the things that I want, um, you know. And then we only have a couple of more episodes until the end of the season, and then I get everything that I ever dreamed. I never dreamed I was gonna get, but I get it anyway. I mean, come on. Mm, it's so good, right? And so, like, you get to learn more about Boba Fett, like this great character that has been in fucking canon forever. You get to to see him in action more, and fucking, and get to learn more about him, and, and find out that Jango Fett was a foundling, right? Like he was a true Mandalorian. And even though Manda, or even though Boba Fett doesn't live by the code of the Mandalorian or the or the way of the Mandalore in any sense, not even in the Mandos. Uh, you know, extremely zealous opinion of it, right? You know, Mando acquiesces and is like, this armor belongs to you, right? right? But he, I mean, well, I mean, I'm trying to think about this, like, in the prequels, I believe you see him as a child, so you don't see him with the helmet on, right? Right. But in in the main trilogy, he never takes the helmet off, right? So, like, in that, in that little yeah. space... You know, he's like a Mandalorian, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, I was saying he, he uh, you know, he he's never taken the code of the Mandalore. Because the right. Mandalorian, now he's, yeah. Now he's just dad bod Boba Fett. 
Yeah, right. Which is fucking great because he was fucking crushing people. And kudos to Robert Rodriguez. And they did do this in season one, too, with the armorer. But showing what melee weapons do to stormtrooper armor and it like cracking and shattering and stuff like that. So fucking good. Yeah, Beskar Beskar melee weapons are just not a trifle. Yeah, it was fucking it was it was good. It was solid, solid, solid shit. And, um, yeah, and then so then what uh, Grogu gets taken by Moff Gideon, right? Uh, Mando realizes that he needs to enlist the help of, like, other people, so he goes to Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan's like, you're never going to find him. He, and she's looking for him because Moff Gideon, who was prefect of Mandalore, has the Darksaber. And the Darksaber, which is in the Clone Wars and is in Rebels, right, um, is is very important to Mandalore. It signifies who is the rightful ruler of the planet Mandalore. Bo-Katan had the Darksaber at one point. It was given to her, and we can get back to this, it was given to her by Sabine in Rebels. Okay? Right. It was not won in combat. Sabine won it in combat, and then she gave it to Bo-Katan. And for some reason, that was cool. Right? But normally, you have to win it in battle. So she's like, oh, you know where Moff Gideon is? Sweet, blah, 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 blah. You know, I need to, or wait, I think I skipped the Bill Burr episode. Yeah, I did skip the Bill Burr. You totally skipped it, which is like, you know, there's your throwaway episode, but. And it wasn't because Bill Burr is fucking fire in that episode. Fire. Straight fire. That episode's great. So Bill Burr, Mando, that's, that's where you see Mando fucking, you know, Doing more than, you know, like like Bill Burr is like, you know, so what's your code? You can't take your helmet off or you, you, or, or you can wear whatever helmet you want. What is it? You know, and so so Bill Burr, whose character's name is um, Mansfield, right? He's an Imperial Mayfield, sharpshooter. Mayfield. Mayfield, Mayfield, right? And he's an Imperial sharpshooter and officer, former Imperial sharpshooter and officer. And they need to break into this Imperial base to find out where Moff Gideon's light cruiser is, basically, right? So they need him... Because he knows all the shit, right? Blah, 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 blah. So they wind up breaking in. Bilber is fucking fire. He was fire in season one. Super fucking fire in this season, right? Yeah, I like that he... I like that he's the one because of his, like, you know, kind of snarky comedic self. He's the one that kind of really... how He has Mando... He has, he has Mando questioning his, you know you know, religious faith or whatever whatever. his faith. Yeah. yeah, His faith It has him questioning his faith and, 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 you know, what kind of a person he's going to be. And, um, and then you see that when they get into, um, the Imperial, uh, base, when they got, have to go to the terminal, he doesn't want to, Mayfeld doesn't want to go in because he recognizes (laughs) someone that he, uh, served under. And so Mando's got to go in there. And so you see him take the mask off and it's like, this is the, this is one thing that was weird, and this is one thing that I don't think people talked about. They had you had to do like a facial recognition scan. Mando goes in and does a face. Mando takes his helmet off, does the face scan, and the terminal opens up for him so he can find that. How does he get through that? 
Yeah, so nobody really mentions that, right? So, like, yeah, and I, it's weird, right? So, is it a facial recognition scan that shows that you're? So, it would be it'd be weird if it's scanning to make sure you're not a rebel, right? Instead of scanning to make sure you're a fucking stormtrooper or whatever right. the fuck it is, right? Like, if I'm a robot and I want to fucking open up the thing, why can't I be a robot and open up the thing, right? Like, oh well, he's not a Wookie, you know, like like. What right. was that facial scan scanning, right? So, yes, that part is 100% weird. What the fuck is going on there, right? Like, yeah, um, it, it's definitely a, a, a story device to push that through, right? But it makes no sense, right? Like, right. in, in this, like, it, it makes sense in the story, right? Like, he has to take his, his helmet off so it can scan his face, but it doesn't make sense from a technology standpoint because what the fuck is it scanning for? Right. Well, what, yeah. I mean, it may not be a technology standpoint, but it's like, what? How? How? How does it scan his face and let him access the terminal? What about his face is acceptable? Right. Like. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, what sort of yeah. facial recognition technology is it using? Right. Yeah. Like, is it like just make sure it's not Luke Skywalker? Is that the only thing? It's like fucking like no 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 no. We could put everybody's face in here. That's a lot of fucking. Right. You know what I mean? It was like, like IT. The IT department was cheapening yeah, out. Right, right. They're like, uh, <laughs> that's, we got to fucking, we got a way to store all these fucking visual images. All of them. How are we right? going to go? Yeah. We got to go around and we got to get pictures of all of these people. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> and they're like, who's the bad guys really? Right? Like, who's the bad guys really? You got that, that blonde haired kid. Like, get a picture of him. His sister, his girlfriend, I don't know what's going on there. It's weird, right? You know what I mean? Get a picture of them. Get a picture of her other boyfriend, I guess. And like and 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 maybe that's it, right? So maybe maybe And the hairy dog guy. Yeah. Maybe they're going with like instead of going like, okay, we recognize your face as a stormtrooper, and we're like, okay, we don't recognize you as Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, or Princess Leia. Your face good. not equal to <laughs> Han Solo, yeah. then <laughs> except it, it, it reminds me of uh, um, Silicon Valley when Jin Yang makes makes the seafood app. He only goes with hot dog or not hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, not hot dog. <laughs> it's so good. Excuse me. Uh, have you watched Silicon Valley? I don't mean to derail no, the conversation. No. Holy fuck! Get on that. Let's do an episode sometime of shit that's you know like shows that have already happened that you, everybody should watch. So we're gonna do a back episodes episode. Right, Jeez. we'll call it back issues, right? And we'll go through like this is yeah, a shit. Hey, right? if you, yeah, if you missed it, you got to see it. So, but all right, anyways, uh, Bill Burr, Mando, they do their shit. Bill Burr is fucking awesome. He's a sniper. They fucking the one guy that Bill Burr didn't want to show his face to. He w- does wind up showing him. He doesn't recognize him. But uh, then they start talking about Operation Cinder, which is great, and that comes from the the Star Wars Battlefront games, I believe, and. Okay. Uh, Operation Cinder was basically like the Empire's last stand. Like after the Emperor dies and the Death Star falls, right? They go on one last major offensive to just sort of like fucking burn the galaxy down, right? And they know that like it's not gonna amount to anything, but their 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 main goal is to is to remind the galaxy of how fearsome the Empire is. Right, right? scorched earth. Scorched Earth. They go Scorched Earth, right? 
and uh, and then you know like they they wind up like pretty much destroying these planets with their own troops on them as well, right? Oh uh, yeah, so, right, right. So that's like that's what that's what Mayfield's like. He's like, yeah, I was there that day. He's like, I don't know how many of my friends died, 5,000, 10,000 or what, you know what I mean? And then he winds up killing the dude and they have to make this grand escape. So again, fucking fire episode. Could have been fucking, could have been going to get the briefcase from space jail, right? But it didn't have to be. Fucking great, right? And then um, and then you get the, the, the Bo-Katan and Boba Fett and everybody get together. And then you get the season finale. Uh, which had people literally in tears. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was, I was having all, I was feeling all the feels. Feeling all the feels, right? So like, and one of the great, so they go to save Grogu, right? They do it. Mando defeats Moff Gideon. And and then this is the fucking great thing, right? Like he comes into the control room, right? There's the whole dark troopers, right? Uh, they introduced the dark troopers this season, which are awesome. And um, basically Mando has a hard time defeating one dark trooper, right? Just one, but he jettisons the 40 other dark troopers, right? Into space. So they're safe. Then he goes and he fights Darth uh, Moff Gideon, not Darth Gideon, Moff Gideon. It's Beskar fucking spear versus Darksaber. Fucking Mando does some Red Viper of Dawn shit and fucking beats him. Right. Right. Then fucking gets Grogu, has Moff Gideon in handcuffs, takes him in. And he he goes in the control room and you can see it in Bo-Katan's face because she was like, Moff Gideon's mine. Right. I'm the one that defeats Moff Gideon. And then she's like, what happened? And then I love that Moff Gideon starts just fucking Gloating. laughing his ass off, right? Like he's just dying, right? <clears throat> and uh, he's like, and Mando doesn't want to fucking rule Mandalore. He's like, I don't care. Just take it. And she's like, he's, and I look, Gideon's like, she can't do he's that. Like, she can't no. take it. <laughs> she can't just take it. And that's the part that I didn't necessarily get because in Rebel, she definitely does take it from Sabine, but she can't take it from Jin Jardin. So I, I don't know, but like whatever. These few minor, you know, plot things, they don't fucking affect the series at all. Right. So but then everybody forgot that fucking robots don't die in space because robots don't robots breathe. Right. And and, and the dark troopers have fucking, uh, you know, jet feet. So they get back on the ship. Right. And they're fucking pounding on the thing. And fucking, you know, they're like, and, you know, Moff Gideon's again, like, you you barely took out one, and now there's 40 at the door, right? Right. And and then they're like, a ship coming in, boop, 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 single X-Wing. Cara Dune's like, oh, one X-Wing, we're saved. Yeah. Yeah, big help mm. this is going to be. Yeah. And then fucking the reveal, right? The Ooh. Jedi that the the Jedi that fucking responded to Grogu, right? We see we see just somebody laying waste, and it's it's like on black and white monitor, right? And you're like, oh my god, what fucking Jedi made it? What Jedi? And then oh, you stop! Fucking, but you know what it is. You know what yeah. it is the entire well, time. As soon as soon as soon as I saw the fucking X wing, I'm like, Red Five, fucking Red Five. It's Red fucking Five, right? And. uh yeah, so anyways, it's fucking Luke Skywalker. He and they fucking they they de-age fucking Mark Hamill's face and it's computer animation and like whatever. It's fucking it's it's as good as it needs to be, right? It's as good as it fucking needs to be. Could it have been better? Sure. Uh 
it's a TV show because I was going to be like Marvel did it a lot better, <laughs> right? Like the definitely times where like like especially with like Avengers Endgame where like Mark Ruffalo's in that sort of like Gray Hulk phase, right? Like right. where he, he definitely looks like Mark Ruffalo as the yeah. Hulk. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was one um, of the, that was one of the things that I was a little disappointed in. I was like, oh, this is really like really yeah. looks CGI. I mean, but it's but then it's also like, what are you gonna do? Right. It is what it is, right? And like, but oh my god, it's fucking great. It's so great. Luke's awesome. Luke's doing shit when he's fighting these dark troopers, just fucking cutting through them like it's nothing, right? Like they're fucking useless fucking toys. And but he's he's executing moves, and this is what I really appreciated about it. He's executing moves that Obi-Wan had utilized that Anakin had utilized and that Yoda had utilized that we had seen in the Clone Wars, right? Like Filoni's very aware of that, right? Like when Dave Filoni's involved with a project, right? Like he knows that a character's essence goes into everything, into the way they fight even, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like like Anakin Skywalker had a fighting style. Obi-Wan had a fighting style. Mace Windu had a fighting style. Yoda had a fighting style. And you see sort of this um, melding of all of that in Luke, which is cool, right? Like I, I fucking right. I digged a lot of that, and I, I thought one of the most powerful things was after the uh, the episode, Mark Hamill's tweet was just hashtag thank you Dave and John, right? Because like he was like that's fucking Mark Hamill well was one of the most Mark Hamill was one of the most animate people about how he did not like what had happened in the sequel trilogy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They, they, they made, they punked him out in the in the sequel trilogy. He just right. looks so. Yeah. 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 And he was like, and like, that's one of the core things that the sequel trilogy gets wrong. And I think like rain Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy, um, always took it as like, it's a bunch of us fanboy crybabies who don't want to see women in power, which is bullshit, right? Like, it has nothing to do with that. It, 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 there's no identity politics involved with it whatsoever, right? That doesn't it, make sense. A- that whole argument doesn't make sense. Like, we watched The Empire Strikes Back and we watched Star Wars and it was like, Prince, there's Princess Leia bantering like snidely with Han Solo the whole time and shooting 100%. at people. And you know what I mean? Like, I what are you talking about? Like one of the very first, it's like the very first primary character you, you meet in star Wars is princess Leia. Right. Like and, what and, other, how much we, more girl power do you need? Right. And you could get like, I will watch if you want to fucking get in a, uh, I don't even give a shit. Fucking the, the, the one, uh, bounty hunter that's with Boba Fett, uh, her, Get Cara Dune, get Bo-Katan, uh, get the the whatever the Mandalorian that fucking um, uh, Costco, Costco, Costco. Yeah, get her. I'll watch that show all fucking day. I'll watch yeah. fucking uh, what wh- what was what was the uh, the name of the theme in the boys when it was uh, girls get stuff done. Girls or get it done. Girls get, girls get it girls done. Girls get it done. I will watch that shit all day. I will watch fucking Starlight, Stormfront. And Maeve, I will watch fucking uh, Bo-Katan. I actually really like the character of Ray. Like, I thought it was good, right? But they fucked the story up. They didn't tell a good story. Right. And that's the problem, right? Yeah. 
John Farvo and, and, and Dave Filoni fucking crushed this story. And that's what's important. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and they have and you see, it's not just like there are callbacks to not just last season, like, you know, at the end of episode 15, after they let Mayfield go, uh, Mayfield, Mayfield, after they let Mayfield go, um, Mando sends a message to Gideon and he's like, you have something that I want and I'm coming to get it. And it's very yes. similar to what. Gideon had done in the last season about wanting the child. And yes. it's like, so, so it's not just, so he's called there, 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 there's, there's callbacks to the prior season, but then there's also callbacks to previous canon. So it's like, they're keeping true to the canon that is out there. And I think that that's super important. That's super important. And also it demonstrates the motivation of the character. We know why Mando's, doing this grogu is like a son to him he has a connection to him and and other people are helping him because they have some connection to grogu for sure right but also to mando right like cara dunes in because of her connection to mando you know what i mean so right bo katan is in because she needs the dark saber and needs to retake mandalore right you know what i mean when they go to the other planet Mayfell is in because he's a prisoner, right? And this will maybe help reduce his sentence. And he winds up getting to go free afterwards, right? But but every character has a there motivation. Right. Yes, right? There's stakes. There's skin in the fucking game, right? When we meet Finn, right, we have a character that is desperate to get away from the First Order. So he does anything he can to get away from that, right? Then... We meet, we see him, you know, care for Ray because she cared for him, right? Or whatever, right? And we also see this potential of, of him fighting Kylo Ren with a lightsaber, right? Like, there has to be some sort of force ability there to do that. So there's so much potential in this character in The Force Awakens. Then we get to The Last Jedi, and like, I don't know why the fuck Finn's there. I don't know. He has no motivation to be there. That's the whole thing. That's that's the failure. And so one of the things as they're talking to Daisy Ridley and, and, and you know, some of these other characters. So before we get too far into it, right, like, you know, I know that we're, we're sort of running out of time here, too. Um, but I could talk about Star Wars all day. Fucking Mandalorian season two is too enthusiastic. Fucking thumbs up from me, Pat. How are you on that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, if I could if I had some extra prosthetic thumbs. I would I would totally give more thumbs. But yeah, two thumbs up. I mean, of course, it was it was always going to be great. I mean, no doubt. Yeah, no, 100 percent. I mean, it's fucking it is. Uh, it, it's the fucking coup de gras. I thought it was great. They did everything really well. I'm excited to and I, we don't have to talk about the, the sequel trilogy anymore. I, 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 I find it interesting, like what's going to happen next. Right. Because the Mandalorian is a huge success for Disney, where the sequel trilogy was both a, a critical and commercial failure, right? Uh, the Last Jedi was so bad that people didn't go and see Solo, and Solo wasn't that bad of a movie, to be honest with you. But I didn't even see it in the theater. It's the only Star Wars movie that I didn't see in the theater ever, right? And that was coming off the bad taste that The Last Jedi had left in my mouth. Um, so we're seeing 
basically, like I was saying in the beginning, a split a split faction of Star Wars with a small portion of it now being ran by Kathleen Kennedy and another portion being ran by John Favreau and Dave Filoni. And now Disney is in the business of making money and selling toys. Fucking Star Wars needs to sell toys. Luke Skywalker sells fucking toys. Right? That's important. And bringing Luke back in this way is a big fucking thing. So now we're going to see at Galaxy's Edge, they're going to start edging out, no pun intended, uh, <laughs> sequel trilogy characters and start putting in more Mandalorian characters. So that that's interesting. I, I it, It's almost like a battle for the soul of Star Wars. And I feel like we're in a good place. And I feel like the Mandalorian has put us on that path. And, and what does it do to retcon the sequel trilogy does it i i don't know right like where do they go we're in the same timeline we're leading up to that point so this is a, a very interesting thing of, of what happens now what happens next do we just ignore it yeah and i mean i think it'll take a lot of time to get there oh 100 and i you know like one of the cool things is we have grand admiral thrawn coming up and so that means we're gonna have sabine right and the last time we see thrawn right is with ezra so if, if Grand Admiral Thrawn is back, then Ezra has to be somewhere in the picture. So getting some closure on that story, fucking dope, right? So all good things coming up in Star Wars. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Hey, just to, just to circle the square, um, <clears throat> going back to what we talked about, about, um, uh, about Grace Randolph's you know, bullshit about season three and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Maybe two weeks ago. I'm just seeing this now. Uh, maybe two weeks ago, um, John Favreau was on Good Morning America, and he confirmed that. And this is a direct quote. This is actually separate from the Mandalorian season three. Um. And then we go into production after that with season three of the Mandalorian with the main character we know and love, played by Pedro Pascal. Now he didn't actually say Pedro Pascal. You know, in that quote, um, but you know they're they're referring to man the Mandalorian, and you know I'm sure they're not going to yes. replace him. So, so once again, no, uh, you know, um, you're wrong, lady. You're wrong. Yeah, yeah. And shame on Go you. Go home, lady. You're drunk. <laughs> Go home, lady. You're drunk. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, that's it. Fucking Mandalorian's great. It, fucking, I, I'm looking forward to the Bad Batch, which comes out next month. Uh, animated series, right? But that that's starting next month, and we'll have something to talk about. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that. I think that does it, right? That does it. That fucking does it. Well, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for coming and visiting us. And you know, thanks for enjoying our you know erotic fan fiction of two randos on Mando. Um, uh, <laughs> at yeah, that's it. Deuces, everybody. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs>